1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: The losing streak has now hit three for the Buffalo Sabres, a home loss tonight to the Arizona Coyotes by a final score of 4-1. to As we welcome you back to the Tiger Island Memorial Press Box High atop the ice here at KeyBank Center, Sabers fall to the Coyotes, four to one. The lengthy delay in between the second and third periods due to the Zamboni malfunction uh, didn't seem to spark the Sabers' scoring efforts, as uh, Buffalo in the third period only able to muster up six shots on goal, and uh, they fall to Arizona by a four to one final. The only tally for Buffalo coming in the first period on the power play, courtesy of Tage Thompson. Uh, Arizona. Got some lucky bounces for sure, but uh, a couple of those first goals, one of them that ends up being the game winner, actually wasn't even a shot on goal. It was a pass that went off of Cousins Skate and into the net. Uh, But uh, on this night, it seemed as though as the third period went on, the uh, excitement level and the energy in the building seemed to go with it, and uh, the Sabres end up losing their third straight now. And now we'll face the best two teams in the NHL record-wise. The top team in the West, Vegas, the top team in the East, Boston, up next. All right, live locker room reaction. Tage Thompson is there with Paul Hamilton down in the Sabres dressing room.
0: Thanks, Brian. Tage, why was it so difficult to get goals in this game?
3: I don't know. You got I think you got to tip their hat to their, their goalie. Played a good game. Um, I think we could have obviously done a better job of getting more bodies to the net. Uh, maybe getting some traffic so we can't see. Um, but we played a good game, though. I thought we controlled control the pace, Um, good ozone possession. Sometimes you uh, you run into a hot goalie or you just can't find the back of the net. So just kind of what it is. It's tough to get into a rhythm at five on five in the first period. Yeah, I mean, obviously we had a lot of power play penalty kills there. Kind of throws off the rhythm of the game a little bit, but I think Still, with the uh, the limited five-on-five five we did have, I thought we we did a good job, and then obviously I think in the second period there was a little better flow to the game. And, um, well obviously, we should we got to convert on a couple more of those power plays. It's a different game, but um, yeah, it's it's a tough one to swallow because I thought I thought we played good, and obviously I think Combs played a great game too. He gets gets some unlucky bounces that go in for him, and um, happens sometimes. How difficult is it uh, when you have a 40-minute intermission like that? What do you have to do to keep yourself ready and keep yourself going? I don't know. I mean, they had the same problem. They had to sit and wait too. So um, both teams uh, waiting. But um, it's not usual, obviously. But um, just try to stay focused and get your feet moving the first couple of shifts and try to get back into it. Thanks, Tage.
0: Yep. Tage Thompson on the post game. Brian, back to you.
3: All right, Paul Hamilton there with Tage
2: Thompson, and uh, you heard there from Thompson the Zamboni delay. Paul asked him about it. Said he basically was like, "I'm not using that as an excuse because Arizona had the exact same thing, which is, I think, valid. You know, maybe some teams handles it better, but uh, it was the same delay." All right, Rasmus Asplund now. Uh, okay, we're going to hold things here. Not Asplund. We will uh, keep it up here in the press box as the Sabers lose to Arizona by a four to one margin. Uh, more from the locker room coming up with Paul here shortly. Again, three games still to go on this homestand. Vegas on Thursday, Boston on Saturday, and then Vancouver a week from tonight here next Tuesday night uh, before the Sabres head back out on a three-game road trip to Canada to face Ottawa, Toronto, and Montreal. So that is the upcoming schedule for the Sabres. Okay, Rasmus Aspelin is now with Paul
0: Hamilton. Rasmus, when you have a lot of zone time like that, what do you have to do to get the puck into the net and take advantage of it?
4: Uh, yeah, you have to to put pucks to the net uh, and, you know, just try to find ways and get screens and all that uh, sorts of stuff. Uh, I think we had a lot of good chances today, and uh, it just didn't end up in the back of the net.
1: What's the best way to respond after a few losses like this? It could have gone different ways, but...
4: Just keep working, you know. Just keep playing our game because we know we can have success when we when we play the way we want to play, and you know we have a great great team, and uh, we're gonna be a good team, you know. So just uh, just a good learning learning experience for for us, I think. And we just uh, need to to bounce back here now with our big game on Thursday. Do you feel you got to your game as a team? Uh, at, at times, uh, I think we, you know, we gave them a little bit uh, too much uh, turnovers uh, at their blue line, uh, you know, that they feed off that type of game. And, you know, I just think we did that a couple uh, too many times today. But uh, like I said, I think we, you know, had a had a lot of great chances to, to, to be able to score a few more goals. Uh, so just a tough pill to swallow. They didn't get a clean goal. They had breaks on all three goals. But at the other end, you
0: sometimes have to make your own breaks to try to get some breaks your way.
4: Yeah, yeah, 100%. You know, it's a type, it's, the, it's part of the game. And, you know, sometimes you get the bounces and sometimes you don't. And it's just a part of the game. And you can't, you know, you can't blame anything on, on that. So we need to, to get back, back to work tomorrow. When you have a 40-minute intermission like that, what do you do to keep yourself ready and keep yourself warm? I think you're just focused on the game. You know, we wanted to, to, to make a comeback in the third. And I think everybody was just uh, focused on that. So I don't think that was a problem. Thank you, Rasmus. Rasmus Asplund, in the
0: postgame. Brian, back to you.
2: Thank you, Paul. Rasmus Asplund and the Sabres have now lost three in a row. Sabres are 7-6. and six. We'll update you on the standings here coming up in just a little bit. Vegas, who is in Toronto tonight playing the Leafs, uh, will be in here on Thursday. And at last check, that game uh, did go to overtime, and Vegas ended up winning it. So uh, Golden Knights win in my, in uh, Toronto 4-3. to three. All right, at this time we're going to say goodbye to all of our local affiliates. If you want to keep listening to the postgame show, uh, go to WGR550.com or you can listen in on the Odyssey app. Don Granado's live postgame comments coming up, highlights, Paul Hamilton's take. Final score from downtown Buffalo, Arizona 4, Buffalo 1. I'm Brian Colziel, Thanks for listening. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network.
0: Hits around one down the left side, in front, Bukestad all alone, and it's Comrie who's able to cover up, and at the end of the play, Dylan Cousins getting in there, a lot of energy.
2: Save of the game right there, Dan Dunleavy on the call, brought to you by your upstate Honda dealers, new inventory is arriving daily. Let's get to our play of the game, it's the game winner, and a bounce that Arizona will take all the way home. Matthias Macelli, the game winner late in the first period. Nowhere for the play to go. Sabres doing a good job. Down to 34 seconds
0: left in the kill. Arizona will try it on the left side. Vanomacki along with Macelli here on the near side. Macelli walks it in. That's off the skate and in! Dylan Cousins has that ricochet off his skate and Arizona with a bounce on the power play,
2: regain the lead. It's two to one. Yeah, with two and a half to go in the first period, Michelli, the game winner for Arizona, which put them up two to one. They go on to win it four to one. The play of the game brought to you by Noco, delivering comfort to homes and businesses since nineteen thirty-three. Well, a four-one defeat, and I didn't think that Arizona was better tonight. I just think the Sabers, as Rasmus Asplund said, and Tage Thompson said, they really had trouble finishing their opportunities and they couldn't beat Valenka at times when they had those opportunities. They hit up coast a couple of times. I mean, really, you know, I didn't I wouldn't sit here and say this game was one-sided or you felt felt like the Sabres lost by three. I might even argue, I know it's an unpopular opinion to say that I thought the Sabres were, were better in terms of the opportunities but they just couldn't finish as Asplen and Thompson said and you know, I guess you get that every once in a while. It feels worse because of the situation the Sabres are in. They've lost two in a row. Now it's three in a row. And you're staring at Vegas and Boston coming up, and all of a sudden you're sitting here saying, oh, my goodness, it could be a five-game losing streak here before you know it. And the nice start is erased. And the Sabres were 7-3, and three, and now they're 7-6. and six. And they were in solo second place in the division and now are falling down with a busy schedule coming up here. Other teams are picking up points tonight. Montreal and Detroit went to a shootout, so there was a three-point game there. Uh, Toronto got a point point in an OT loss tonight. So, you know, within the division, you're seeing other teams pick up points, and, you know, it feels a little worse also, too, just because of the opposing jersey that the team's wearing tonight. Fans that maybe didn't see the game or are just going to find out that they lost are going to see, oh, my God, they scored one goal against Arizona. Like, well, that happens at times where you're going to face – a goaltender that plays well, and you know, I guess Karel Valenka is not going to be a name that fans are going to jump to and say, well, you know, it's tough to beat him. The Sabres tonight uh, at times did not do their best to finish. They also had times hit the post and had some uh, finishing abilities or some tough finishing opportunities that didn't go their way. And, you know, the goals against weren't beautiful either. I mean, a kind of a bad misplay or bounce, whatever, off the backboards for the first goal. Then the the game winner goes off of Cousins and in. And then the third goal looked like it hit Cousins as well on a shot through traffic, and then the fourth one's into the empty net. So, I mean, you know, again, I'm not sitting here saying the Sabres didn't deserve to win, but uh, it's it just looks worse and feels worse when you look at the score and you look who they played and you look at what the upcoming schedule has been and you look at the fact that they came in losing two in a row. So, you add all that up, I get why the mood maybe from fans right now is a little bit maybe more sour Um than what we saw here tonight understandably so um let's uh speaking of that let's see what some fans have to say here uh, as we get to our serve pro of central buffalo's first response from the fans Oh, we're going to hold that for a moment let's go down to don granado he's meeting the media now live um
5: someone have something or yeah I'll give, you a, I'll give you a quick quick recap for me um before i take any questions we, I, don't, I don't care what the stats said at all. I don't know what the stats said. Uh, I thought the game, uh, and, and we felt we wanted an easier game. We didn't do what it took to, to maybe create more chances or score the goals we needed from identifying how the game was. You get to the net enough, get pucks to the net. So, you know, at the end of it, you look at it, we had three goals that went off our foot. The first, first one starting with off uh, Owen on a reverse. And then uh, the, two, the next two off of us in our own net, that's an indication of of us not being ready like we should have been, and we need to be, in my mind. so
0: They they got, as you said, chances of going off feet or whatever, hit the boards and come out, but do you have to create your own luck too, do you think? You do. I, that's
5: what I'm saying. I, I, I say that. They had their first three goals were, were defi- you know, they went off of us, and and uh, don't be fooled by that. Um, we we didn't play hard enough in the areas we needed to play hard, and we we uh, were too slow there. We hit goalposts. We their goalie I thought played real well, but at the bottom line is is uh, you know we could have won a game, but uh, we didn't go attack a game like we needed to. We certainly could have won the game, but did we did we play the way we needed to play? No, we didn't. Yeah, you can only guess, but you're, you're right. Yeah, I thought yesterday's practice was uh, not good. Um, it happens, but you know, I, I, I do think our guys will look in the mirror on this one. Uh, it's just frustrating and aggravating in the moment, and you've you've got to you've got to uh,
3: take it to heart. Did it feel like that you guys just couldn't get into a rhythm, especially at five on five, with just
5: the way the yeah, game kind of went? There was at the start. Yeah, there was there was a lot of uh, things at the start uh, that that broke or prevented us from getting in a rhythm. but I'm not sure we again, I'm not sure we helped ourselves after that, um, being enough, being direct enough, uh, taking shots when we had them, and you know, it was almost as if we tried to score pretty goals and. You, when you try to do that and set up the perfect goal or the ideal play against a team that is very dialed in on defending, it, it, it's a recipe for failure. And um, you know, again, we 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 tried to score. You know, we had probably had better possession time, but but uh, we weren't decisive enough uh, with or without the puck going to the net. And we needed to be much more decisive. You know, uh, it's almost as if we were hoping to get by in a scrimmage win, and it's not.
0: With what happened on the road, with the two games that you played, were you surprised it went this late in this game? Yeah, you know, I don't like
5: bringing anything into it. It's, it's. Um, I I think in the context of a season, you you know, it's. Uh, there's a grind to the season anyhow, but yeah, it's a tough one for me to to bring that into it. Um, you can only you can only guess, right? Is the is the real thought on it? Is there a connection? We'll never know. Um, you got to pick up the pieces and move on, and um, with a bitter taste in your mouth, uh, to make sure we're we're dialed in. Obviously, the next game is uh, is an opponent you certainly can't take lightly, uh, as 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 everyone in this league. But um, we've got we to pick up and be ready to go. Uh, in a couple of nights. It's tough to see
4: that you put some of the more
5: familiar lines back together like to get a, a jump. No there was no I thought Middlestead and Olofsson and, and uh, Aspen were real good uh, flipping back together. Um, you know, we, we just weren't willing. I think that's another indicator. We weren't willing to play, uh, a, you know, harder as needed, as the game itself dictated. You know, there was going to a situation where you needed to score, either tips or banging in rebounds, or you know second, third effort, and we didn't get to those areas and get pucks to those areas uh, to to do that tonight. Um, I think our guys. I think the assessment I'm making. I, I say it, and I don't think I'm going to need to bring a whole lot to the attention of our players. We'll talk about it, but I think they recognize that full full uh, full throttle. Um, you know everything I've said here. I I know they feel it, and they know it.
2: All right, that is Sabres head coach Don Granato. His live postgame comments brought to you by Celino Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Tempstar Energy Services. Specialists bringing heat on and off the ice. As we bring it back up here to the press box, Brian Colesio with you along the Buffalo Sabres radio network. Now it's time to get our first response from the fans, and it's brought to you by Pro of Central Buffalo's first response serve pro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy, first and faster to any size disaster. Visit TeamLuzzy.com. Todd tweeting in, saying that Sabres are staring realistically at being sub-500 by the end of Saturday night, giving back the great start. It's it, it's, it's something you could predict, for sure. The Sabres were 7-3, and three, solo second. The mood a week ago after the win at home over Pittsburgh, was quite a bit different. Now losses in Carolina, losses in Tampa, loss tonight to Arizona, and now the best two teams uh, in the standings are coming to town. Thursday with Vegas, Saturday with Boston. So, uh, Todd, I would agree with your sentiments to look ahead there. Now, you know, every game in the NHL, it's it's not a guarantee as much as maybe in other sports. Uh, But the Sabres are definitely going to have to be on their game. They're facing... The league's best two teams, at least what we've seen so far on paper for sure. So, thank you for your response. Um, we will be uh, that new feature here, courtesy of Serve Pro of Central Buffalo. We'll be looking for uh, your tweets and your calls coming up forward throughout the uh, post game shows going forward. So, we look forward to that. Uh, Paul Hamilton coming up here in just a few moments as well. Let's uh, go ahead now and get our final stats of the game. They're brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet with you for the extra mile. Shots. In the game, 33-24 in favor of Buffalo. Power plays, each team got one. Arizona one of two, Buffalo one of four. Uh, in the Nets, Carell Malenka gets the win. Thirty-two shots. Uh, Thirty-two saves, rather, on thirty-three shots. Eric Commer, the loss, twenty saves on twenty-three shots. Your three stars. Keller, star number three, Michelli, star number two, Flamenka, star number one. Carell Valenka is our electric player of the game, the Arizona goaltender, brought to you by Town BMW. For an electrifying performance, be sure to check out Town BMW's lineup of VVs. The announced attendance here at Keybank Center tonight: 10,296. And Buffalo's next game and our next broadcast will be Thursday, 7 o'clock. We'll have the pregame at 6, the Sabres and the Golden Knights, right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Before we get to Paul Hamilton, let's get our injury report in now. And it's brought to you by Losey and Ganji. Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Well, good news on the injury front. Rasmus Dalin returned tonight. Here's Dalin's line. One assist, minus two, one penalty. 27 and a half minutes, officially 27-37. 31 shifts. The time and the shifts leading the team. He also had... Three shots on goal. Alex Tuck led the way with shots. He had five in the game. I Had a couple of nice looks in the second period. Tage Thompson with four shots on goal. But the injuries, Labushkin now has played two games in a row. Darlene is back. So at least the injuries are headed back in the right direction. The Sabres, though, are still without two of their big four defensemen. Matias Samuelson's still out. Henry Yoki is still out. So that is your injury report again brought to you by... Losey and Ganji. All right, Paul Hamilton coming up here in just a moment. We'll get his thoughts here on this 4-1 Arizona victory. Uh, let's update you on the standings now. As Buffalo's loss drops them to 7-6 and six overall. Uh, the Sabres now drop to 6th in the division. Uh, 14 points. Uh, only uh, ahead of Montreal with 13 and Ottawa with 8. So Vegas up next. They are 12-2 and two and have won 8 in a row, including... Their game tonight, they won in Toronto in overtime. And then the Bruins will be next on Saturday. The Bruins have the second most points in the NHL. They are 11-2, and and they have 22 points to lead the Atlantic and the Eastern Conference. Okay, Paul is with us now from down in the media room. And, uh, Paul, both of the players you interviewed, Rasmus Asplund, Tage Thompson, talked about that there were enough chances, but they did not finish. They also credited... Blumenka and Goal, how did you see their offensive opportunities tonight? I don't know. I had a lot of folks saying, uh, you know, to me
0: that, on Twitter that uh, they thought the Sabres dominated and everything, and, I, you know, I didn't see it. I, I Yeah, they had puck possession and all that, but, uh, I, you know, Don Granato, I think, said it best, their coach. You know, they, he didn't feel they worked hard enough on it, and, you know, he didn't care what the stats said. Uh, he thought his team wanted an easier game. Uh, and, and tried to play it that way. I didn't think there was a lot of traffic in in front of the net and that type of thing. And I don't think they did much with their possession. Uh, it just kind of passed the puck around, and they had some opportunities there. But uh, you know, I think they got outworked in this game, to be quite honest with you. And uh, you know, it's sure they, as Don said, they could have won the game, but they 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 didn't work hard enough to win it. And it's something that concerned him. And I will say, uh, you know, he was concerned after practice yesterday. He did not think that was a very good practice.
2: The goals against, that's where you can sit here and say, like, well, I mean, some nights you're just going to have some bad, as as we like to say, puck luck. Those are some bad bounces. Now, Don Granato seemed to think that the first one, Paul, was an indication of not being ready, which then he linked to yesterday's practice. I mean, the pass from power... Was maybe a little bit too harsh of an angle, I guess, if you want to say it, but then the bounce came right out in front. Um, how far thought, do you want I to go with it? Was an indication of them not being ready? I thought that hit the back, something in
0: the back wall and came out. Yeah. Um, now he might have meant they aren't ready from the fact that, uh, you know, guys are, even though the 2D are behind the net trying to make a play, that their guy's left alone in front. And, uh, you know, so they weren't in layers type of a defense that even if something bad happens, you're not there to take care of it type of a deal. But one thing he totally agreed on was, yeah, sure, Arizona got some goals on some fortunate bounces, but you got to make your luck at the other end too. And where were the Sabres trying to make, you know, it difficult in front of the net, difficult for their goaltender, you know, to try to get pucks that go in off, Shins or go in off skates or, you know, it just seemed like their goaltender always could see the shot. And, uh, you know, Buffalo had a chance, Asplund had a chance as time was winding down where he came right down the slot. That was probably the best save of the night there for Arizona. And uh, I, I don't know, I just never thought to myself, wow, what a save he made just there. You know, and, and uh, you know, possession time is one thing, And they certainly, I guess, had it. But, uh, you know, I think this might be a game, uh, you know, where stats fooled you a little bit.
2: Paul, how much of tonight's feeling maybe in the building from fans on the disappointment to losing Arizona is because of where the Coyotes are in the standings, surrounded by what came in and what's upcoming. You said coming into the season – this team cannot have prolonged losing streaks. Well, they had previously lost two coming in, and now the best two teams in the NHL are up next. So sandwiched in the middle was this Arizona thing. And if you lose this on its own, maybe the reaction from fans isn't, oh my God, the season's already over. Like we're, you know, maybe there's that feeling out there. Now, they come out and beat Vegas in an energized building on Thursday, and maybe this game will just be a forgotten moment. But... There's also, because of the quality of opponents upcoming here, that this could turn into a prolonged losing streak.
0: Yeah, and you're 4-3 and three at home. It, it, sometimes stuff happens. I, I, I kind of understood the Montreal game. But you've lost three games out of seven at home, and two have been to Arizona and Montreal. Um, if you're a better team, that's not happening. You know, That's not the way things are going to go. And, uh, you know, you lose to the Florida Panthers at home. That's understandable. But uh, when, when you're 4-3 and three at home and two losses come to Montreal and Arizona, you've got problems. I mean, one might pop up, but you can't let them both pop up. You have to win the games you're supposed to win and then go into Calgary and Edmonton and maybe win some games you weren't supposed to win. Um, you know, I, I understand what, what went on in Carolina and Tampa, especially Tampa with Darlene out of the lineup. But you would think after that would happen, you know, they've talked about a lot how, you know, they got to stop a losing streak early so it's not, doesn't turn into five, six games or anything like that. And look at what happened in the standings just after two, they went from second to fifth in the division because it's that tight. So I'm surprised that, that tonight's effort was the way it was and, you know the things Don Granada was saying I'm kind of surprised that's the way it went tonight especially after the two games on the road Uh, I just thought
2: that there'd be a little more oomph in this game Paul let's finish with what is next immediately and that is Vegas and the storyline of Jack Eichel's return will be uh, first and foremost for sure Eichel is and his team are number one in the NHL right now in terms of points they're coming in now Eight in a row in terms of wins, so Eichel is in a very good spot here, returning to the Sabers uh, and the building for the second time.
0: Yeah, they get the overtime win, and uh, you know, so the in Toronto, which if you're worried about the standings, helps the Sabers. Toronto only gets one point instead of two, but uh, yeah, this is uh, it's going to be a tough task now, as you know, you have this home stand and then come the best two teams in the National Hockey League record-wise, and you've already lost your first game and didn't get a point out of it. So uh, I imagine they might have a perky practice tomorrow. I I think Don Granato is not going to put up with what he's seen the last two days. And he's not the type that – and I'm glad he's not the type because nothing gets accomplished in a bag skate. It's been a long, long, long time since there's been one in Buffalo, since before Lindy Ruff. But you can go hard – and with pucks and i promise you tomorrow's practice people will be going hard
2: okay paul we will follow your thoughts from practice tomorrow and uh, looking forward to seeing you here for the vegas golden knights on thursday night
0: okay we'll talk to you then
2: okay great paul hamilton here on our Sabers post game show arizona victorious four to one the Sabres have lost three in a row vegas up next here thursday night At 7 o'clock, and a programming note, that game on the TV side is a stream ESPN Plus game. So Dan and Rob will have the radio call here on WGR flagship and along the Buffalo Sabres radio network. So make sure you make a note of that. If you're not planning on being in the building or if you're uh, not planning on listening to it on the radio side, the TV side will be a stream on ESPN Plus. All right, that'll put a wrap on things from KeyBank Center. I want to thank our crew, oh, TJ Luckman, our network producer, back in our Amherst studios. Thank you, TJ. Crew here at KeyBank Center, Pat Malacaro, Jonathan Cozio, Paul Hamilton, our pregame show hosts were Shope the Bulldog, our engineer, Tom Matty, and our game announcers, Dan Dunleeman and Rob Ray. My name is Brian Cozio. Thank you for listening. Again, the final, Coyotes 4, Sabres 1. We'll talk to you here on Thursday night. Jack Eichel, back in the building, along with the Vegas Golden Knights, right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Good night, everyone.